Hi there, you are listening to Save by the Spell, a new podcast with DIY witchy tips, what's going on in the astro, psychic insight and advice about sex, love, magic, relationships, and more everyday stuff for you and me. I am your host, Marcella Kroll, and you are listening to episode 1111. So what is the 1111 phenomenon? Some people say, oh, make a wish. Some people say it's the soul recognition of waking up to consciousness. There are some theories that it is a DNA activation of a hidden gene. Some believe in angel messages. There are even some mystical mathematic theories about it being a palindrome and having access to spiritual gateways between two worlds. There are so many schools of thought on this, but I'm just going to focus on the numerologist perspective as 11 is what they would call a master number. That's when, you know, there's a double number. So like 11 or 22 or 33 or 44. 11 as a master number represents idealism to visionary, intuition, artistic and inventive genius, balance of the masculine and feminine, the avant-garde, fame, and acute psychic awareness. So take with it from what you will. And I really, I really think like for me personally, I started seeing 11, 11, I don't know, maybe like 12 years ago, a little bit longer. I would see it all the time. And I really think it was during a time when I was spiritually waking up and I was getting these messages that, you know, you're going to be doing more. So just get used to it, even though I didn't quite understand it at the time. So really, you know, symbols are, uh, very personal and don't just take any old meaning and apply it as your own. Like if you have a connection to a symbol and maybe it's not as a popular, you know, viewpoint from other people as like a certain belief meaning a certain thing, but it means a certain thing to you. You really need to go with what it means to you. So I, I really into, uh, like paying attention to repetitive numbers and things like that, as I do feel that they are messages from my guides. So again, do with it what you will. Make up your own mind. (laughs) Okay, so I have a couple of things for you astrological enthusiasts and just make a note of these things. Remember, I am not an astrologer, but I do have some awesome astrologer friends, (coughs) excuse me, that I can refer you to. So make a couple of notes here. First of all, we have Venus direct today. Yay, Venus has been retrograde for a while. So intimacy, issues around intimacy, giving and getting it can be met head on now. We've been thoroughly going through our old wounds. And like a great archaeologist, some of us have found some deep hidden treasures and or secrets. Use as you wish. The best way to take what... um what's a value uh, during this time and discard the rest or recycle the messy stuff is put it into a great art art project or writing, you know, uh, transmute all the crap from your dating and mating past. You, You don't need to hold on to it anymore or wallow in it or let it identify you, but transmute it, make it something beautiful. Also to note, uh, Mercury will be going retrograde upcoming September 17th through October 9th. Some of you know what that means. (laughs) Don't panic. Mercury retrograde is 
you know, just when the planet of Mercury is going backwards for a time, it happens three times a year, you guys, it, it, it's a regular occurrence. Mercury is the planet of travel and communication. What does that mean? Well, it means double, triple check everything. Give yourself extra time. Prepare for people being late. Uh, don't sign any strong car, uh, contracts or agreements if possible. That does not apply if you are reconnecting with, say, you're starting a new old job. So say it's like you're going back to a job or things like that, Be, you know, or people that you've worked with before, because those kinds of opportunities are really great to start during Mercury retrograde because you've already been there. It's not a great time to travel unless you're traveling to places you've already been. That is, uh, you know, expect delays and things like that. Just give yourself extra time. Also, don't buy any electronics during that window. You might get a lemon, so no big purchases. It's not a good time for that. Um, what else? What else? Oh, Mercury retrograde is awesome for past life regression. So it's a great time to do some past life healing work. If that's something you're into, it, it's the mind is easily uh, adaptable to going backwards. So to get insights and realizations. Don't start a relationship during Mercury retrograde. You might want to hold off until it goes direct again because you might feel quite differently once it goes direct. Also, you know, expect people from your past to show up at your door, like literally or figuratively. You know, any unresolved issues and things like that can be really resolved uh especially around communication. So you, you might see people popping up or old friends, or it's a great time to reconnect with people that you haven't spoken with in a while. Some other strong aspects to point out this month are the two eclipses that are happening. The first one is coming up very soon. It's um, next weekend, uh, the new moon over the weekend. It's 9-13. It's a new moon solar eclipse in Virgo. This particular new moon eclipse is going to be super packed with motivating energy, which feels really good for planting seeds, starting new projects, and really giving you an added drive to create a super positive reboot of your own mojo. Then on September 28th, we have a full blood moon, and it's a total lunar eclipse in Aries. Full moons can bring intense illumination to what is or is not working in your life, and this one is no exception. Back to like, there's a major overhauls, like 180 degree decision changes, and or like major intense exchanges to happen with the energies of this moon. You can run, but you can't hide with this full moon energy. I personally am a little bit terrified of this moon because it's four degrees Aries and it's smack dab. Like my uh, natal chart, I have a three degree uh, Mercury in Aries, and then my moon is six degrees in Aries. So it's like right smack in the middle. I'm a little bit panicked, but I'm just going to try to breathe through it. Look, for more in-depth and real expert advice and information regarding these eclipses, do yourself a solid and visit mysticmedusa.com. I love her. She's brilliant. She's a genius. And um, on her shop page, is she has a download. It's an uh, MP4, MP3, whatever. And it's um, Eclipse Boss. It's pay what you can, you guys. You can't get any better than that. So give her your money, <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, give her something because she's 
pretty much put it all together for you in a way that's super clear, concise, and easy to understand and conveniently in an MP3. So you don't have to read anything. <laughs> anyway, mysticmedusa.com, check out Eclipse Boss on her shop page. She can do a lot better um, uh, explaining than I can about these full moon energies. Okay, you guys, thanks for sending in all of your questions. This week I decided to take some questions via email to pull cards for or just to give some intuitive insight in which she tips uh, solutions. So my first question comes from Annie in Hollywood, and she writes, I've been at my job for four years now, and I feel like I want to move on to a different shop for new challenges and a better salary, but I'm having trouble finding a place where I would fit in. What is my next step uh, and advice for someone looking for a new workplace? Okay. Well, first off, Annie, I, um, let me see. I'm not positive about what you do for a living, but let me see um, what kind of shop you're looking for, um, what you need to know or see. Okay. I'm just going to pull a card for you. Okay, well, first off, you got the burden basket, which to me says that you're entirely uh, taking on too much at your current place. Like, there's a lot of stuff you're doing that doesn't belong to you to do. Um, you, you can really start to release certain responsibilities because uh, it, it's not it's not doing well for your time. Now, this might be one of the reasons why you want to change where you're at, and that's fine. So maybe make that part of your priority is getting clear about what you would like your ideal situation to look like. So I, I really recommend this to a lot of people. What do you want to be doing? And don't not write down what you want to be doing because you're like, well, I can't have that, so I'm not going to write it down. You know, this goes back to my Manifesting 101 podcast where I talk about a lot of times we don't ask for what we want because if we can't get it right in the moment, we immediately think we've failed. Allow yourself to try on the idea of what it would be like to have um, the perfect kind of setup or situation. Get clear about what you want. That is the first step. A lot of us want a better situation, but we don't even know what that better situation looks like. And if you can't figure out what that is, even ask yourself, spirit, the universe, or your guides, like, hey, can you let this be better than I can even imagine? Because that would be super helpful. Now, um, let me just see if there's anything else for you, Annie, about finding new work, what your best course of action is. Yeah, you definitely got death. That's like definitely time to leave um, the current place. But you got earth and void. So I would say really start um, putting it out there to to places or and really going to physical locations, not just like looking online at places or looking them up. Go scope some some spots out that might seem interesting to you, and uh, really like explore and demand and feel like, do I feel like I can be good here? Or do I feel like I would enjoy it here and go from there? And if you are feeling so compelled, put it out there to shop owners or, you know, when you're in the place, if you feel good, but check it out first. I think you're going to have better luck meeting people in person than just kind of like throwing your resume out online. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Annie. Next up, we have Nikki in Roberts Creek, British Columbia. Nikki writes, 
This past moon was so intense for me, amazingly intense. I've never felt so in my power or alive before. Something very interesting happened to me, and I know there is a deep message, but I haven't placed it together yet. I'd love if you could shine some light on it for me. Okay, so I'm going to ask for the highest wisdom and guidance to come through for Nikki today, and I'm going to ask what the deeper meaning behind the message she received was. Okay, so let's see. Ha! Um, my cards are really cheeky sometimes and sarcastic and I literally pulled the message card. <laughs> so they're like, yeah, it was a message. Yeah, it was for you. Yeah, it's coming. Um, <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me see if I can get something else. Okay, so death, uh, rebirth card and death rebirth means it's a major change for you. So uh, everything looks different and it looks like you finally discarded or let go of a burden or a habit or a, something deep from within your past that no longer can affect you now something that maybe haunted you um it's it's completely out of like in the distance like there's nothing able to link you to it anymore you're totally free to move forward in your life and you've also received some new magic is what the message that I also get meaning like you've got some new deeper insights coming to you there's some new alchemical magic type energies available to you now so use it wisely you can manifest a great deal and I think there's more to your message coming not necessarily through this podcast, but through your own uh, intuit, um, uh, intuiting the information or wait for it because I feel like there's something else on its way for you to give you clarity. You just have to be open to receiving it, especially with these uh, two eclipses that are coming up. I feel like the other parts of your message are en route. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Nikki. Okay, we have Christina in Echo Park in LA. Hey, girl. Um, sorry, I get really excited when I see people in my neighborhood, um, you know, that we're in the same neighborhood or whatever. And I love Echo Park. Um, it's the first place I lived when I moved here nine years ago. Okay, sorry. Uh, <laughs> distraction, nostalgia, super happy for my, my neighborhood. Anyway, Christina writes... I have recently met a man I care about. This is the first time in a great while. He is amazing, but, and there's always a but, he has very undesirable friends. I mean, nice, but not my genre of people. Let's say that they lack depth. Well, there is one girl in particular that has been shooting me that evil eye since I first met her and has become uncomfortable and I can't stand it. Because I have reacted to her bullshit, sorry about the language, I now look like the bad guy. What do I do? How do I come back from this? And how do I protect myself? Well, let me say, Christina, first of all, uh, the vibe I get is that you uh, immediately picked up on her weird stuff. And the fact that you called her out is something that people aren't, you know, nobody, people don't deal well when people get called out on stuff, but you can't take responsibility that you're pro that it's your problem. The other thing that I immediately get is this girl's going to out herself to begin with. So, um, I know I understand that you guys, you know, you all have to get along and, and what do you do to protect yourself? So let me just, let's just see here. I wouldn't worry too much about her though. That's my immediate gut reaction. Mm -mm. Okay. So let's just see. What does she do? How does she come back? 
Okay. Okay, so <laughs> you also got message and you got the death card and earth. I, I think you should write her a letter. You don't have to give it to her, but do some do some letter magic for yourself and say what you need to say about, you know, how happy you are you met this man and how he's amazing and all of this stuff and and you don't appreciate, you know, being pigeonholed or made to be the enemy because a lot of people get super protective of their friends especially if it's someone that maybe they have secret feelings for or they feel pride and ownership over them and now who's this person coming in that's taking their time and their attention so I sense there's a little jealousy and that's fine you want to protect yourself I, I would recommend you don't have to hang out with his friends like you don't you don't have to hang out with his friends all the time if you do have social functions and things that's fine be smiles. Don't, you don't have to be fake social, but you, you know, you don't have to put walls up either, you know, to protect yourself, you know, wear an evil eye bracelet if you need to, or a pendant, wear some black tourmaline because it's super protective, but you can come, you know, if you said something from this, you can be the bigger person here and, you know, you don't have to apologize for defending yourself, but you can say, you know, I'm sorry if, uh, you know, if you, if you do want to address it with her, maybe write her a letter or an email and say, look, I just want to follow up with what happened. And I want to say that I'm sorry for reacting the way I did, but, um, I'm not apologizing for defending myself because you made me extremely uncomfortable. You know, you can apologize if you feel like you overreacted, but you're not apologizing because you felt on the defensive because she made you very uncomfortable. You can still bring that to her attention, but bring it to her attention in a way that um, you're not lashing out. So I hope that helps. If it, it It's good practice to do a letter spell first, uh, is write everything out, the good and the bad, and then burn it you know, in a safe place, of course. Um, and then if you feel so inclined, write her an actual letter or an email, if you feel like it will help things better and talk to your boyfriend about it. Just, you know, tell him you felt overwhelmed and you felt, you know, um, attacked or you felt vulnerable. And, you know, also it's something else that can explain to him or ask him to speak with his friends or, you know, um, there's a way to do it. You know, there is a way to do it. And I think he would want to support you on that. So good luck. Okay, Lady Grey. Lady Grey, I'm not sure where you're from, but um, Lady Grey asks, should I now pursue a relationship with Bernie? Okay, pull a card for that. <laughs> you got the end strife card, which means like end your suffering. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you this. Um, have you been longing and feeling torn up about Bernie? Like if you have just end your suffering and pursue the relationship. Um, if, if really, if Bernie has been a problem for you, I would say uh, just end, end worrying about it. <laughs> I mean, this card's also kind of cheeky, right? Oh, okay. So here, your supporting cards are this. You've got courage, which means you're, uh, I'm not afraid I was born to do this. Oh, and you got the soulmate card. I think the answer, Lady Grey, is yes. <laughs> Thank you for your question. <clears throat> okay, I think I've got a few more for you. So let's see. 
Uh, Avril in Koreatown in LA writes, for the last several weeks, I've had this agonizing tension and anxiety, and I'm not sure what to pin it on. There's nothing specific I've been dwelling on. It's just an overall feeling of an uncalm, and I really don't know what's causing it. It's at the point where I physically feel a heavy pressure in my chest and shortness of breath. I'm not sure what are the best ways to determine the root of it and overcome it. Am I just being overly sensitive? April, you, me, several women I work with, we're all feeling it. And a few different people in my life have been going through these periods of extreme anxiety and fear. And honestly, I think being super sensitive, and it sounds like you are too, that you are picking up on the stress and the distress of the planet. And I think that's what a lot of us are feeling. There's a huge overwhelming um, influx of energies. And there's a lot of fear going around. And there is a lot of information that we are inundated with on a daily basis because of social media and the internet and all these news stories and these pictures that show up on our feed. And there are all these horrible uh, realities being shoved into your eyeballs on a day-to-day basis and a sense of panic and crisis from the physical earth itself because of all the crap that humans have been doing to it. So yeah, your anxiety, are you being overly sensitive? No, I think you're picking up on uh, all of the aches and pains of the world. So I can only say that what has helped me is spending quality time resting and replenishing myself. You might have to disconnect a little bit from your devices. You you might have to not hang out with certain people because they're triggering certain emotions. You you know, you might have to just till you feel better, you know, just till you feel uh more of a balance so you don't get overwhelmed uh too much and and really lose hope about things because I know it's been hard. It's been real difficult. Um, so no, you're not being overly sensitive. You're feeling a lot and there's nothing wrong with that. I just think that remember that you're not going to help anyone or anything by being a hot mess (laughs) and honor your feelings, honor the anxiousness, but also do things to take care of you to kind of calm your yourself and uh, down and know that, yeah, we can change the world to a degree, but we can't change everything overnight. So start with yourself and start with sending when you see something upsetting or things that are tripping you out, send some love to that situation or hold space and ask for the highest wisdom and guidance to transmit it. Okay. Thanks so much for listening, everybody, and for all of your amazing questions. I'm sorry I couldn't get to all of them, but we are running out of time. I look forward to catching up with you in a couple of weeks. I'm going to be taking a week off to go visit some folks and friends out in on the East Coast and handle my new moon business out there. Thank you again for listening. Past episodes and uh, any information regarding this podcast can be found on SavedByTheSpell.com. If you like what you're listening to, please uh, share and download. Let your friends know about Saved by the Spell. You can also download the Podomatic app and stream it for free. Uh, 
Thank you so much. Again, I am your host, Marcella Kroll, and you have been listening to Saved by the Spell. Be good to each other and blessed be.